Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. It's not another Buffalo podcast. With Pat. Well, it doesn't matter if it's patron state of mediocrity, Ryan Tannehill. John. Mike Grable is Stanley Steamer carpet yeah. cleaner, dude. He'll carpet, <laughs> you know, he'll steam over some of the shittiest carpets you've ever seen. And Brando. Absolutely Joe Flacco not. has a Super Joe Bowl Flacco. MVP. Look at the stats, dog. Look he has a Super stats. Bowl look, MVP. Look, look at your, the stats. Your argument said that Matt Ryan went to a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. And then people I were like, Joe, Joe Flacco, Flacco On Buffalo Rumblings. All right. Welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with my buddy Brando here on a Wednesday evening. We've got some game picks. We've got some Brando's bets for you here tonight. This is the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast. You can find us on all platforms at Not Buff Podcast. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Small City Realty. Now, if you're hunting for a house in Western New York right now, we may have something you want to check out. There is a two bed, two bath in Medina, New York. And uh, I'm going to put the Zillow link in the show notes for you guys. But also there's an open house this Saturday from 3 to 5 p.m. So 3 to 5 p.m. this Saturday in Medina, New York. And that is 318 Catherine Street, Medina, New York. Check out that open house, 3 to 5 p.m. Medina, New York, not too far from where we all grew up. I have two friends that teach at Medina School District, very good school district, the Medina Mustangs, cool colors. Nice, nice. Yeah, Yeah, we never got to play them in sports because they always, uh, they had like turf fields and stuff like that, so. They're bigger. So so. anyway, yes, uh, check out that link in the show notes. Also, we'll have Zach Corzilius' phone number down there. He is the real estate agent in charge of that. But again, thanks to uh, Small City Realty for sponsoring this episode and check out that listing on Zillow. So Brando, big game this weekend. It's, It's the Finns. This is one of the weirdest shaping up week 18s we've seen. Have you seen the the list of starting quarterbacks that Adam Schefter tweeted? Yes. Maybe I should maybe I should read that off. You should read that off. It's a wild list. Some names you may or may not recognize. Some names that are not so much talented. My favorite one, I think. Not so much talented. That's that's the <laughs> nicest way to say we have a bunch yeah. of sucky backup quarterbacks playing this week. Well, it's cool that Matt Stafford gets a little rest, but Carson Wentz coming in, getting his first start in a full calendar year. That's cool of Sean McVay to give Matt Stafford a little bit of a break, but you can go ahead and read the rest of the list because they're funny. All right. We have Blaine Gabbert. These are like 2008 names, I feel like. I mean, Blaine Gabbert hasn't been around for that long. Was, was, he, on the Jag- was he on the Jaguars yes, at some point? At one point, yes. Okay. What Jeff Driscoll. Why does Jeff Driscoll sound like a name from the 90s? Like, how long has Jeff Driscoll been around? Played for the Lions. Jeff Driscoll. Okay, Houston Texans quarterback. I think he is the Cleveland backup. It says on his NFL.com page that Jeff Driscoll, QB, Cleveland Browns. He has been on the Houston Texans, Denver Broncos, Detroit Lions, and the Cincinnati Bengals. He has 14 touchdowns and eight interceptions in the NFL. He's been sacked 40 times in uh, 23 (laughs) games. All right. Well, good uh, TD to interception ratio there. You know, could be worse. 
Could be worse. All right. Carson Wentz, like you said, was the next one on this list for the uh, Rams, right? Yep. Stafford getting a week off. Nick Mullins. Again, are we playing musical chairs at quarterback in Minnesota? I haven't really been yep. check, keeping track of this, but they went from trading for the NASA guy. The uh, what was what was his nickname? He had a good nickname, the I'm Pastronaut. I think I think what it was. He used to work for NASA, so he's the Pastronaut. That's what it is. Okay, the help me out. He's a guy. Pastronaut. He's a guy from uh, Arizona. It's not Josh Dobbs. It is Josh Dobbs. It is Josh Dobbs. Yep. Yes. So yeah, Josh Dobbs, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, Josh Dobbs, Nick Mullins. Then we went to Jaron Hall. Now we're back at Nick Mullins for this week. So musical chairs at, at quarterback for for that. And obviously Kirk Cousins to start the year. So I don't know. Not still not going to set a, a record for a number of starting quarterbacks. They've had four this year. Don't the Browns have four as Cleveland well? Cleveland also has four. Yeah, and Cleveland obviously doing a lot better there. So all right, uh, Trevor Simeon. You know Broncos blast from the past. Is he actually starting for the Broncos? He, I don't think he's on the Broncos anymore, is he? Oh, Jets. He's with the Jets. He's yeah. got to be with the Jets. No, right? the Jets caught him. There's a lot of googling five minutes into the episode, but I think it's yeah, worth it. Yeah, we don't need to spend that much time the on these bums. You can just go through them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Easton Stick, Tyrod Taylor. These are people we're Tyrod's not a bum. With. He had a no. rope of a throw this weekend. Oh my god, they should have won yeah. that game. They yeah. absolutely should have won. He got him into field position, and then what's his name? The old Green Bay kicker, Mason Crosby, right? Yeah, whiffed on a like fifty some odd yarder or something like that. Did a lot of that in his uh, latter years at Green Bay. Sam Howell, Mason Rudolph, Jared Siddham. We've seen those guys this year, and also. Sam Darnold appearance happening here. So where's he playing week week 18? I don't know who does San Francisco. One more quarterback. Yeah. Sam Darnold, San Francisco. That's right. Super curious to see how that plays out. If he got Brock Purdy to play well, Sam Darnold is going to light it up, isn't he? Mm, I don't know. I feel like Sam Darnold. Not not if Sam Darnold has anything to do with it. Yeah, I don't know. Could could be a rough week of football. I don't I don't know if you're a if you're a better on some of these games. Like wh- like what's your angle? The angles have to be really weird this week. You have we, no you have no stats to go off of. You have no priors. So you're either going to get like some of these games where people have nothing to play for. You're going to get clunkers where it's like yep. eighteen to twelve is mm-hmm. the final score, or you're going to get some team with nothing to lose coming out of nowhere. These are all divisional games too, so. These division rivals want to kill somebody's season, right? You've seen the Just Bills like do Dobbs a bunch of times in his first start, right? The Bills sitting at six and nine, ready, you know, with Dick Duran ready to beat the Dolphins and keep them out of the playoffs. Like you're, you're probably going to see it this week. You know that same kind of thing, I would think. Which, which is interesting when we get into game picks because the the slate was not totally full of meaningful games. So no. there are some meaningless games on the slate, but you know we went with the. Uh, the devil, you know, if if you will, with putting <laughs> the Jets in New England on here with a combined wins, yeah, you know, win total of what? How many? How many wins Seven. do those teams have put together? Four and four, four and five, nine. Pats have four, Jets have five. All right, so together maybe. they still couldn't make the playoffs. Oh, uh, maybe after this week they would. Uh, anyway, we have an exciting recap from last week. Beautiful. And uh, you and I shouldn't be too excited about it, but the, the man who should be excited about it, unfortunately, couldn't join us today. Oh, let's hear it. What What is it about this guy? This man, three weeks ago, went 0-6 with making picks, not missing his picks, by the way, because he has missed his picks in the past and gone 0-6 because he didn't text me his picks and he wasn't on the show. <laughs> this man, last week, once again, 
went six and zero. Oh. oh my god, that's insane! This is stupid. So I want to pull Patchy. up. I mean, I can't pull up previous years, but Pat is the only person to have gone six in a row or six and zero twice now. Because you've gone six and zero once, right? I think I did once. I'm pretty sure I'm the only person who hasn't done it. You and I both went zero and six in the same week this year. Yes, we did. Week seven. Well, that's crazy. Pat, God bless you, buddy. Whatever you're doing. I mean, just just like you know, he's got two zero and six weeks on this season, and. You know, two weeks ago a five and one, and this week a, a six and zero. Oh. So, are you starting to get nervous because uh, objects in mirror might be closer than they appear? A little there, bit Mr. after Leader your there. lead up into this, I'm curious to hear to hear how we did. All right, Brandon, what do you what do you think your lead has been closed to? Four games. The win totals for us. I'll just read win totals because when I read records, it gets a little complicated yeah. or, or harder to hear. So, anyway. Our total wins for each of us. I am in last with 52. Pat is in second with 55. Brando, after a three in week, you were at 56. Oh, you said three and so three. So Pat is one game behind you. Oh boy. So at least we're all above 500 at this point of the year. Yeah. That, I mean, that's that's pretty good. I'm, you said I'm I still went not having a bid. Three and three last week. You went three and three. We, we both did. Okay. Remember, yeah. I said on the show, if I go three and three out the rest of the season, I'm cool with it. Well, not if Pat goes freaking six and oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I take back what I said. Right. Need four well, you're good. Here. You'll beat me with three and three picks. That's for sure. Yeah. But interesting hooks on this past week. So obviously uh, Dallas won, which I picked, but they did not cover. So Woo! you and Pat got the win there and I got the loss. The other interesting covered. one was Indy won, but did not cover. Indy won by three points and they were slated to win by three and a half. Yeah. So Pat and I both got Vegas on that one, which is kind of a steal. And then uh, Pittsburgh upset Seattle and uh, same thing with the Buffalo spread. As far as not covering you and yeah. I both had Buffalo. So gotta stop listening to this crap where I pick the bills every time. Cause I know that the double digit road underdog covers. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. See, I, I've I've been able to successfully bring you down to my level <laughs> on the Buffalo picks the last few weeks. So we'll yeah, see right. if that continues this week, or if you're gonna go crazy and maybe pick up, pick a little, uh, you know, Bills win by less than three here. But before we get to that, we got five other games on the docket. Pittsburgh at Baltimore is the first one. Pittsburgh is favored by four. This is not a win and in their New York Times playoff odds are like twenty some odd percent, but uh, they obviously need a win to make it into the playoffs and. Uh, if they lose, then the Bills are in automatically. Yeah. But what what do you think? Tyler Huntley against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and most of Baltimore's backups. I think the Steelers are going to win, but Baltimore will cover. Their Baltimore is too good. Their backups are too good. Taylor Huntley. Is it Tyler Huntley or Taylor Huntley? That's a good question. I've actually said both before recently. Me too. So maybe just say it really should, fast uh, and hope nobody hears it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mr. T. Huntley from the Baltimore Ravens. I think it's Tyler Huntley. Yeah, it's Tyler Huntley. So Tyler? Okay. Yeah. He he's not bad. His last start, his last full start. Let's see, not a while. I, I don't have anything here for this season. Well, though. Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl quarterback Tyler Huntley. Oh, he played a lot. Goodness. He played a lot last season because Lamar was hurt. So in his last full start, he played in the regular season against Pittsburgh. Funny on the first of the year, and Baltimore lost sixteen to thirteen. So that's like the exact game that I'm expecting. So Baltimore covers, <laughs> but they lose. He went 14 to 21, one TD, one interception. 
carried the ball seven times for 24 yards, but that's about the, the highest point total that he's been able to get in his one, two, three, four, five starts last year, 10, 16, three, 17, 13. So he got to 16 points. I think Pittsburgh is going to be able to break 16 points playing for their lives, but maybe not break 20. So Baltimore to cover Pittsburgh to win, put the pressure on the bills. I'm going to go Baltimore too, but I actually think that Baltimore might win this game. I think the Baltimore backups are that good. I think it's the opposite of the 2004 season where the Steelers set their starters and and still won that game. You never know. It's a team that has nothing to lose, but for a different reason, obviously, right? Because they're locked into the one seed. So I don't, I don't think the Steelers would be sitting there expecting a cakewalk, but the, the moment you start expecting a little bit of that in the NFL is when you get ran over. So give me Baltimore to win outright in that one. But obviously I'm, I'm going to take the points uh, on the game picks there. By the way, what do you think the odd, like if you had to bet one side or the, or the other, do you think that by the time we get to the bills game, because obviously by the time we get to the bills game, we'll know whether they need it or not mm-hmm. to get into the playoffs. Would you bet that either the Ravens or the Titans had won this weekend? Either. No, no. You would say no? Yeah. That's it. I, I was th- I was thinking about this. I think it's a yes for me. I think that either one of those teams will win. I think it's more likely that either of those teams, because you could get either of them. I mean, it's yeah. the NFL. I know it's not 50-50 odds. Both those teams are not favored. Baltimore's resting its starters. And, you know, obviously Tennessee has nothing to play for. And Jacksonville does. My vibes are bad. I don't call me a hater. The 12 men on the field to lose that game. <laughs> It's going to either it's going to bite him in their butt until the game is done in the Dolphins game. And I expect the dominoes to fall in such a fashion that puts the pressure on the bills. Everything that's going to happen to make the bills eat their foot for making a stupid mistake is going to happen until they can change it. So until that clock reads double zeros and the bills win, I'm picking all the scenarios <laughs> that, that could be bad. So it's, it's interesting. I guess we'll see how it shakes out. It seems like two weeks ago, they really got all the luck to fall their way. And then yeah. one week ago, they didn't. So they got enough help to control their own destiny. And that's all that you right. needed to do. That's all you needed to get. And I'm cool right. with that. And if you can't win in Miami with a beat up Miami roster, then you don't deserve it. You probably don't deserve it to have 12 men on the field against the Broncos. Uh, I'll stick to that forever. I've so I've never been so disgusted, man. I was so disgusted. But anyways, I digress. I digress. That was a rough game. Yeah. All right. uh, Next up, we have Houston at Indy. So this game doesn't necessarily matter to the Bills playoffs unless they tie. So these teams are both nine and eight. One of them's going to have ten wins, most likely, unless they're both nine, eight, and one. Um, No, that doesn't check out, does it? Nine and seven. They're nine and seven. Nine and seven. Nine and seven. Thank you. Sorry, ten and seven. So one of them will be 10 and seven. One of them will be nine and eight when okay. this concludes. Most likely if they were to tie, then Buffalo would automatically get a playoff spot because neither of them would have 10 wins and the bills do. If that tie, makes sense. Tie, tie. Right. You know, I can't believe we didn't talk about this on last week's episode. Cause we were talking about something similar to it, but how crazy was that situation with Brandon Staley last year and the Chargers? Remember, it- do you remember that game with the Raiders? So they had to, they had to tie. All they had to do was tie and both of them made the playoffs and they're tied with like under two minutes to go in true NFL and, fashion. It comes down calls, to the very he end. He calls yeah. a timeout instead of letting the clock, the clock run out and they yeah. lose. Yeah. That was crazy. Crazy. Anyway, he should have got fired then. I know he probably should have honestly. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, residents of San Diego and or Los Angeles, but probably We're still not sorry most, about of the, the LA fans most of the Chargers fans are probably still in San Diego. Yeah. I don't know if there's a lot in LA, but Anyway, 
Houston at Indianapolis. Houston is favored by one. I'm going to go Houston on this one. If you want to rotate back and forth through these. Yeah. I think they get CJ Stroud back. That's a huge boost. He's out of concussion protocol. And uh, he played last week. I think he had one touchdown in like 200 yards through the air, maybe a little less than 200 yards, like buck 85. But that's crazy. You got Nico, Coll- Nico Collins back, maybe, or Dell. Which one yeah. came back? Nico? One, one of them did. Yeah. And they might get another one back this week, maybe. So that scares me a little bit. I wouldn't really want to play Houston in the playoffs if we get the two and they're the seven, especially if they do get their other receiver back. CJ Stroud at one point was MVP candidate, right? Not just rookie of the year candidate. So right. playoff quarterback, rookie quarterback, Sean McDermott. I don't know. Maybe it's the scales are tipped a little bit our way, but give me anybody else. I think, I think Houston's going to win this game as well. Houston. Give you yeah. anybody else. Really? One of the last people you'd want to see in the playoffs is Houston. No, just in the first round. Just in the first round? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, would you rather see Cleveland or Houston? Houston. Houston? (laughs) Okay, yeah. I was going to say, I think I feel the same way, too. Cleveland's a little bit of a wagon right now. Yeah. It's going to, wheels are going to fall off at some point. I hope so. Right? (laughs) They haven't yet, though. You're not generational, uh, Joe. That's a, that that's a good transition. That's a good transition into our next game with an interesting spread here. So obviously Cleveland has nothing to play for, and if they have anything, it's seeding. But I don't think that they do. No, they have the division. In the five. They're locked in the five. That's yep. right, because they're going to be the top remaining wild card. Mm-hmm. Because Baltimore's got the, the division locked up for the AFC North, so the yep. best that they can do is five. So with that being said, and uh, who's starting a quarterback? Jeff, Jeff Driscoll, <sighs> right? Is that is that right? Give me the team so, that's not starting Jeff Driscoll. All right, so Cincinnati for you. <laughs> Cincinnati's favored by seven in this game. That's crazy. Yeah, which Who's I, mean, watching? I guess is is justified. I mean, I'm I'm a sicko. I'll watch this game. Yeah, I'll, it's I'll like have, preseason I'll, ball. You know what? Because I thought you were going to take Cincinnati, I already had this written down. I'm going to take I'm going to take Cleveland. Oh, I'm going to take Cleveland. Give me seven points. This game could end up three to zero. You never know. But anything for you to get that to catch me, right? Right. I I have to at this point. I have nothing to lose. Right. You have your uh, the, overall the get, record, your dignity. When we look back at these three-year totals, and we're like, uh, oh, my, dig- my dignity yeah. is th- three spreadsheets and Google Sheets. It's it's <laughs> nothing. The, the <laughs> loser of the game picks, which was Pat last year, by the way, didn't have to do anything. So, yeah, that's true. also, we by should, the we way, really should get a little trophy for this. We should. I was actually thinking we should make a little game picks trophy, and then we, yeah. maybe we get a little trophy for the uh, fantasy, fantasy league football. winner, yeah. and then like. But it's like it's the Stanley Cup model, right? So yep. you get it, but then you have to like send it back after and that. And mail year. it to the next person or it goes like right there. Right, exactly. Goes, so like yeah. if it was us, yeah, that person gets to display the game picks trophy mm-hmm. in their background. Yeah. I don't who won the game picks two years ago? It was either I think I it was like you, right? a lot. No offense. It was you. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're good. You won <laughs> two years ago. I won last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, and this is year three, I think. So yeah. we'll we'll have to check the spreadsheet on that. But yes, I can't believe we haven't made a trophy. I know we don't point. have to check the spreadsheet on that. I'm, I'm giving All you right. the answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was just like, thinking so- about it today in the car on my way because I was listening, and I would like to see our three year records if you ever get a chance to add them up. Because they, they're would probably be pretty good. They're probably pretty good. Yeah, I think that they would be pretty close. But I mean, maybe not because apparently year one Brando had a. Big league. I want to say I went like 53 and 39. Uh, something know. like that. That was yeah. back when we were picking them straight up, not even with so the much at that easier. point. So it was much so much easier. easier. So much easier. Yeah. So. But anyway, our next game on the slate, we got Jacksonville at Tennessee. 
Jacksonville is favored by five. Uh, you're up first with this one. You're taking Tennessee, right? I'm I taking, am taking Jacksonville. Tennessee. I'm taking Jacksonville. You're taking Jacksonville? Yeah, I'm All taking right. Jacksonville. You kn- you knew I was gonna pick Tennessee. Yeah. I got I got to pick some upsets here, man. Mm-hmm. I, also, I said you know, it before. I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think either of those two teams that we need to get help from get help. Really, unless Trevor Lawrence is really hurt, I don't think he is. They're playing for their lives, right? They were a good team. I was on the wagon for them all year. I still have a bet for them to win the division, which I didn't cash out. I probably should have, but I'm rooting for them for that bet. And also, I would like to play them again because I would like to get some revenge on them. I don't think they beat us if we play them now. So Yeah, I would like them as a playoff matchup at this point for sure. Yeah, But give me Tennessee and five points, you know? Anyway, next up, we have the Toilet Bowl. New York Jets at the New England Patriots. New England is favored by two. This is really just the uh, Bill Belichick's Dignity Bowl, right? Like, the farewell to her, so right? His last it is. ever. So, so do you think he gets embarrassed by Robert Sella or uh, no, do you think he goes out on a high I note? think they win. If they play like they played, I don't know. I say if they play like they played against us, they didn't play great against us, but we kept them in the game. I think they're going to win. What's the spread? Two for New England. Yeah, I'll take the points with New England. The Jets are so bad. Their defense is good, but no. If Bailey Zappi made it through the Buffalo game, he's going to make it through the Jets game. And I don't think the Jets can muster up 20 points like the Patriots got on the Bills. So we're looking at like 17-13 game New England. I think that would be a high scoring game for this. I'm like looking at, the, I'm thinking about the offenses versus the defenses in this game. And I'm like, who gets the 10 points first? Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, think about it. The Jets defense elite Patriots defense. Again, elite is a term that I don't want to throw around too much here, but statistically they're pretty good. New England has yeah. the best run defense number one run in the NFL. And both of these teams have pretty crappy offenses. So and crappy offense against good defense. Dalvin Cook, because again, this, yes. guy, this guy wants to play for a contender because he's got some try on the tires still, but whatever. What do I know? Mm, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I think there's another cook in the kitchen these days. But uh, speaking <sighs> of that cook, next up, we got Buffalo at Miami here. Brando, how are you, uh, how are you feeling about this matchup? Confident, not confident? Obviously, you know what I've got written down already. So, uh, you know, give me Buffalo or give me death. Are you going to take... Bills to win, not to cover, or are you going uh, full Buffalo? Do I know why I'm not worried? It's two words. Josh Allen. We win. Until they stop him. We're, he's two bad throws away from being 12-0 all-time against the Dolphins. He hops the one to Isaiah McKenzie last year, and the Charles know, Clay. Clay, Clay dropped it, but it was an underthrow in his rookie season. So until otherwise, give me what normally happens, but... There's a lot to talk about for this game, and we'll, we'll maybe we'll do it after game picks, but I do have uh, a couple of interesting tidbits. I think the Bills I, are going to win. Did you see the tickets I, in Miami went up like 3x over the last couple of days? All the Bills that's fans. That's got to be up. Bills fans demand, yeah. yeah. Get a little yeah. uh, early year vacation. Yeah. I'm kind of holding out because I would I would go to a Miami playoff game if, if you could find like a spirit flight somewhere, but if we lose, we could play them again the following week. Right. So... We'll see what happens there. But it's interesting. I wonder if Miami fans would buy tickets for a home playoff game. They don't for a week 17 critical matchup Sunday night football games. So like maybe they do. And the Bills fans are just offering all of their money. You know, the Bills fans are wild with their tickets. That's and true. Games, so, yeah, that's true. We do like to travel, especially now that's getting a little bit cold in Buffalo. You know, you know, how that biggest, goes. biggest snowstorm of the year so far coming through this week. Oof. Yeah. Sorry, so. Western New Yorkers. It might be chilly. 
It could be chilly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, you, you said you bills, had right? some. Uh, you got yeah. Of course, I have Buffalo. Uh, yeah. You got some stats, right? I do have some stats. I would like to talk about. I I mentioned the one and only Josh Allen as a savior for this Buffalo Bills franchise against the Dolphins, ten and two all time. He is looking at some cool numbers for this week. Two more touchdowns, and he has the all time single season touchdown record for the Buffalo Bills. 15 right now. He's going for 16 to tie, 17 to break it. I like that. John, trivia for you. Josh Allen's number two right now with 15 touchdowns. Can you name one through six? I can name number one. Number one is Mr. Ford Bronco. Um, you could also call him Mr. Juice. Yes, Mr. The Juice, yes. I believe. Uh, let's see. Touchdowns in a single season. I'm going to guess mostly running backs for this. Is there any non-running back on the list? No. No? No quarterback Mm -hmm. at all? Okay. I didn't know if Jack Kemp was in there somewhere. Maybe he's a little bit further down the list. Tell me about Joe Cribbs. He's not a quarterback, is he? Is that one of the six? I should know this. No. No, he's running back. Yeah. No, he he's on like the eighth list, but he was the one I wasn't sure about. Anyways, good luck. Okay, how many how many of these are from the twentieth century or the twenty first century rather? Four. Four. All right, mm-hmm. maybe maybe I can get those four. Let's go, Shady. Lashawn McCoy, twenty sixteen, put up twelve hundred yards and thirteen touchdowns. Thirteen TDs. He's fifth all, right. all time uh, right now. Give me Freddie. Nope. No, Freddie. Okay. Fred Jackson comes in in 2013 with nine. What he was injured that year, so the year he broke his Give leg. Give me Willis McGahey. Willis McGahey's at number six, 2004 season. Maybe that's his rookie season, or he gets he tears his ACL, then gets drafted and redshirted or something. I don't know. 1100 yards, 13 touchdowns. So he's tied with Lashawn McCoy. There's okay, so two so other I've players got, with 13 touchdowns. Okay, so I've got three done because I got OJ. Mm-hmm. Shady and McGahey. And how many how many I got left? Two, two more. more. Uh give me Travis Henry. Travis Henry tied with 13 touchdowns, but he had 1400 yards in 2002. Okay. I got one, one more left. And this is from the 20th century, I would guess. Correct. All right, give me Thurman. No. No, it's, it's not Thurman. Thurman. Really? Thurman finishes, let's see. I bet Thurman had a bunch of receiving touchdowns too, though. So these, this, this is, is just rush, oh, this is, this is strictly touchdowns. this is strictly rushing touchdowns. Yeah. So I think. One, two, three, four. He finishes eleventh with eleven rushing touchdowns on thirteen hundred yards. Okay. Yeah. Small margin here. This uh, okay. Is it pre nineteen ninety? Yeah. All right. That makes it harder. He is on the AFL AF, AFL title team. I think. Uh, Cookie Cookie Gilchrist. Correct. Correct. Really? Okay. All yep. right. I'm proud of myself. I got yep. that. I was born in '96, so that's that's hard. <laughs> so for all of yards, you, thirteen touchdowns. All of you, all of you people over the age of forty, yelling at me. Um, I'm young. All right. That's funny. It's it's a good thing I know Cookie Gilchrist's name yeah. in the first place. Oh, good job. <laughs> good tri- good job on the trivia, John. Nice. So, nice. That was good. But that was yeah. good trivia. I like it. Just want to let you guys know that the game picks are brought to you by the J-Course Agency for all your insurance needs. And uh, we'll be back with some Brando's bets right after this.
Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, we are trying to find a way to make it back up this mountain because Brando bets keep slipping. They get there and they slip. They get there and they slip. So we have a two-legger this week, and there are some numbers behind this two-leg parlay that John and I put our brains together. And again, first of all, we just talked about it. Josh Allen needs one rushing touchdown to tie the OJ Bronco Simpson for the all-time rushing touchdown record for the Buffalo Bills with 16. Pencil that in. He's getting that, right? At some point. I, I would think so. Yeah, he's getting that. This, I feel this like seems like a... Uh, if the Bills put up 21 to 28 points, that's, you know, three, four touchdowns. You don't think that Josh is going to rush one of them in from the five and, and yeah. inside that? I feel like with, whether it's incentives or scoring, whatever, you know, around the NFL, if you're a decent person, the coaches are do a pretty good job of getting you to your numbers, right? We talk about Brady and Gronk. Gronk needs two receptions and a touchdown. He gets those. Diggs needs five catches for a hundred more yards. He got it last week to get his hundredth reception. So sorry, sorry. Uh, I don't want to cut you off, but you were talking about incentives there for a second before we get to Brando's official bet of the week. Cause that's kind of the highlight of this segment. I was going to say there are some other players with incentives across the NFL. If you wanted to look at betting, these are some interesting numbers. These are players that get bonuses for certain numbers and how far they are away from them. So these are bets that you might want to look at people's overs or, you know, these are all, these are three receivers. So Odell Beckham needs five receptions to get 250 K Dalton Schultz needs six receptions to get 500 K half a mil. And Deandre Hopkins needs seven receptions to get to 250 K. So maybe look at those players for, a couple of their receiving their reception over. I like those. I got Odell Beckham for his uh, reception total. It was at 40 on DraftKings, and I think he's like 39 right now. That's interesting. Do you think he's enough of a starter that they will sit him along with everybody else, or do you think he's going to play a lot of this game? He'll probably sit. 
He might. That's a tough one. He has no ACL on his knee. He's probably going to sit. <laughs> right. So five receptions is a lot for him. He's usually like a four reception. I mean, he had a big week last week, a really big week, but I, I want to say he averages less than that a game. Yeah. He has 35 receptions, 565 yards, three touchdowns. Got his long last week, 51 yards. Did you see that they're going to rent out the Baltimore sea fairy yacht to get the players some relaxing time before their playoff start? And there was a tweet on Twitter that was like, don't get on the boat. Don't get on the boat. Don't get on the boat. <laughs> Like to Ravens players, they're like, wait, wait, wait a minute. You, I have not heard this at all. So is this like uh, the booze cruise? Is this know. the booze cruise like episode from the office right now where they're no, getting out? Do you remember out? in in New York when they did this and they went on and then they lost and it cost Eli Manning his job and the coaches every everything happened like this was like blew up in Odell's face. Okay, when so he that that was boat. on a that was on a yacht, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is the same thing. This isn't like sort a little of. booze cruise across the river in Baltimore in January. I, I was January. scrolling. Maybe it's fake. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny. That is that is funny. Yeah. Like that's we could have done a whole episode on that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but well, anyways, those are good good bets to look at. But it's not the Brandles bet. So No, and it's not financial advice either. It never is. <laughs> Super important. <laughs> put that in there so like i said first leg of the parlay josh allen one rushing touchdown the second leg of the parlay we're looking at tyreek hill's numbers and without jalen waddle tyreek hill should be the focal point of miami's offense but buffalo has done a very good job against tyreek hill in the past he went for 58 yards in their first matchup 69 yards in their december matchup last year 33 yards in their september matchup in the heat the year before that 63 yards when he played for Kansas city, 20 yards when he played for Kansas city and 41 yards when he played for Kansas city. These are all regular season numbers. So his highest total there is 69 yards with Miami averages 47.3 yards through the air. So under 92, 92 and a half is his line, I believe. So when you parlay Tyree Hill under 92 and a half, Plus Josh Allen, one rushing touchdown. What did it come out to? What did we say that odds were? Plus 200? Plus 200. Plus 200. It is a juicy OJ juiced up parlay for our Brando bet of the week. Not financial advice. I love it. For those of you who are not seeing this in the video version, which is most of you, you guys missed a amazing Brando wink there. And uh, I'll let you guys in the audio side figure out when that happened on your own, do a little detective work, but yes, I like that bet plus 200. That would make up for two weeks of losses. So the records at seven and 10 right now on Brando's bets, that would get us, that would get us to nine and 10 heading into wildcard weekend. I think we could do it. I, I really think we, think we do could it do too. it, but I really like the Hill under for this game. Again, you, you read all those stats about how the bills kind of keep him under control and are really good at taking away that first option for Tua. Not to mention the, the the dude. I mean, I feel bad. His house was on fire today. That was Aww. a big story. Nobody was hurt, so that was good. But in the footage, like the helicopter footage, you know, floating over his house when he shows up to look at his house that's on fire, he has a walking boot on. So he's still obviously nursing an injury there. He's not going to be a hundred percent. Ninety-two yards is a lot to put up in the NFL, and obviously the lines there because it's Tyreek Hill, and he puts up that amount of numbers, but uh, yeah, I, I like the under there. And then Josh rushing TD 
I'll just tell you guys, like I have ro- Josh two plus rushing TDs bet to on this weekend. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm hundred percent on board with that. The odds are much different than they were last week. The yeah. odds for Josh two plus TDs is only like plus four fifty, which last week it was like plus 1100 yeah. for, for Vegas reference there. So up. yeah. So should have got it last week. Thought about it last week. Didn't put it in last week, but it's all right. The walking boot doesn't scare me that much because Toradol is wild and he'll be all right to get That's through true. one game. But I think, you know, one one rolled up tackle from Rasul Douglas or Jordan Poyer, if they hit him pretty good, he'll feel it. So not that that's what we're rooting for. No, I don't want him. I don't want him to get hurt. I know. I do no, like no. watching him. He's a freak show. So, yeah, I am glad so. he didn't come near Calvin Johnson's receiving record. Save that one for another year. That's true. Did he? Uh, where is he at in terms of yardage right now? Seventeen, seventeen. That's funny. Wow. Yep. You know who's number seventeen? Josh Allen, and he owns you. Ooh. Not in the playoffs though, but Brandon, a noted numerology expert. <laughs> yeah, I got a <laughs> a lot of different hats, I guess. Yeah. Well, after all that, he had a great season, but he did not crack that two thousand yards that he was saying before the season. But yeah. I don't know. If you're a Dolphins fan, you probably chalk that up to injury. Yeah, I get it. Definitely. But all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. You guys know where to find us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, at not buff podcast. You can check out the video versions of John's top 10 from the last two weeks. I got on there. They are, uh, they're slightly better visually. If you didn't like them in audio only don't go watch them. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, we've been having fun with it. So it's been good. Appreciate all you guys for listening. We'll be back on Wednesday of next week, hopefully talking about the Bills wildcard matchup. I cannot envision a world right now where we're doing a podcast next Wednesday and having to do two episodes because of our ad commitment and the Bills are not in the playoffs. I don't want to think about that. Well, but uh, again, 12 guys on the field. I can't get it out of my head until it's not. And I don't think it will be. We picked the Bills. Because Josh Allen is a god against the Dolphins. He's a Greek, right. Zeus, call whatever right. you want. Well, well, that's a good compromise, right? So if the yeah. Bills win this week, like you agree to that, that never bring it up forgiven. again. Yeah. Well, because it doesn't matter, right? From that point yep. forward, it's, it's like all it's forgiven. like it never. It's like it never happened. Yeah. You did. You matched your best record of all time. You got the two seed. You've never gotten the one. You know, you've gotten the three and the four and the five, and you were wild card and. Yeah. You know, give me the and two. Actually, you know, you know, expect the two seed conversations to happen about the new 17 playoff format. If they do get the two seed, expect conversations about when they switched, because like right when they switched, that's when Buffalo started being the two seed. I think they've been the yeah. two seed twice now yeah. since they've made that switch. And this would be the third time. It stinks. So, uh, we, I wish we could we get a all, buy. Exactly. We can all talk about how the bills have been screwed by the 17 playoff format and uh, not getting that first round by. I don't think it's hard. But, you just add another wild card team. You could. I mean, well, who are we, who are we letting in in the in the NFC at that point? Well, because uh, Packers. Some some nine and eight team is going to win the. Actually, I mean, what are the what are the records of the NFC South? I'm sorry, I was doing our outro here. We were almost there. <laughs> <laughs> the okay. NFC South. There are two eight and eight teams and one seven and nine team, and all of them have a chance to win the division, well, which is hilarious. But anyway, enough talk about the NFC South. We'll be back next Wednesday. Thanks for everybody for listening. And as always, go Bills. Go Bills.